welcome to the Ziggler Inspire Podcast. Ziggler Inspire Podcast. Welcome to Zig Ziglar's Inspire Podcast. This is your host, Blake Lindsay. Thank you for punching in. I hope you're having a terrific day. Today, Zig is going to talk to us about how to raise positive kids in a negative world. In today's podcast, he will specifically tell us how he helped to keep their home environment loving and warm. I'm going to turn my speakers up and be back in a few minutes. I'm a foodie and I enjoy learning about the process that brings great foods and beverages from idea to the table. And then I like tasting them and learning the nuances of what creates the most significant tastes from coffee to cheese to distilled beverages. I did a tequila tasting in Mexico and recently bourbon, Heaven Hill bottled in bond bourbon really impressed me from the story to the taste. I grew up in Kentucky where horse racing and bourbon are famous and I got introduced to Heaven Hill bottled in bond bourbon. It's produced by Heaven Hill Distillery, which has been and still remains family owned since 1935. And I'm impressed with the bourbon's ultra-rich, smooth taste. And right on the bottle, it states that this bourbon is seven years old, which is actually three times longer than what's required to be certified as bottled in bond. I feel with beverages, the longer the prep, the better the taste. Being a bottled in bond product means it must pass a list of seven requirements that set the standard for this quality bourbon. So look for it at your local store. Heaven Hill reminds you to think wisely and drink wisely. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. One of the things that is so different today is the advertising is so much more intense, it's wilder, it's more active physically, it's more morally questionable, to put it mildly, with all of the sex that's brought into ads, regardless of what it is they're selling. And all of this advertising to create a buyer's interest has created a huge amount of consumer debt and dissatisfaction in the kids. They think they got to have this and got to have that. The kid down the street's got it. Why can't I have it? We are so stuff-oriented. All you've got to do is go into any town in America, almost regardless of its size, and you'll see rows of storage places that people go to take their stuff and store it because they no longer have room in their homes and they pay rent on it every month, and chances are good they will never see 80% of it again in their lifetime. But, oh, it was advertised, and it's so great, and i got to have it now. The kids bring undue pressure on the parents, and the parents succumb to that pressure Instead of making adult decisions, they let the child make the decision, and they waste a lot of money. Whereas what the child really wants is mom and dad's love and attention. One of the major problems in our society today, it seems to be a conspiracy by all forces outside of the home to destroy what is on the inside of the home, namely the American family. Video games, as an example, is one of the most destructive and one of the most frightening because they literally teach violence. Did you know you can learn how to shoot a gun by practicing some of those things? A good friend of mine in the FBI said that some of these mass murderers in some of the schools 
schools were so accurate with their guns, though they had never shot them before because they'd learned it on those video games. Now, that's absolutely frightening. That's one of the reasons, and I believe the anecdote to that is simply that we need to make our homes a haven. Not only that, but we need to make our homes a pleasant place. We need to create an environment where our child wants to be at home. Let me tell you what I did as a parent, what we did as a parent. When the phone would ring in our home when one of our children was around, I would always answer it, Good morning, this is Susan's proud pop. Well, let me tell you something. When I would say that, and I never will forget one specific incident when I answered the telephone and said, Good morning, this is Tom Ziegler's proud pop. And the voice at the other end was from little Sam Wing down the street. And Sam got tickled. He said, is Tom there? Hee <laughs> Is Tom there? Hee <laughs> I said, uh, yeah. He said, can I speak to him? I said, sure. And I called him. I said, Tom, telephone. And then the first thing the kid said was, boy, your dad sure has a strange way of answering the telephone. But something interesting happened after that. Every time I'd pull my car in the front circle drive, about two minutes after I got in the house, the phone would ring, and I would answer it that way. Good morning, this is Tom Ziegler's Proud Pop, and it would be Sam Wing on the other end. Uh, he'd say, is Tom there? He didn't want to talk to Tom. He wanted to hear me answer the telephone. But something intriguing happened. Uh, the neighborhood kids, when they heard that, and then I did it for my granddaughters when they were coming along, but the neighborhood kids would come to our house because they knew here was an interesting home to be in. I'd rather have a dozen kids in my house drinking Coke than my child being off somewhere else shooting dope. Now, what I'm saying is very simple. One of the most effective things the parent can do is to create that environment so that their child is attracted to the good, the clean, the pure, the powerful, the positive, and their friends will be brought in. And not only will you affect your own child, but you'll affect the children in the neighborhood as well. Now, you guys probably know that when I answer the telephone now, since the redhead and I have uh, kind of got the house to ourselves, I always answer it the same way. Good morning. This is Gene Ziegler's happy husband. <laughs> Incidentally, I score all kind of points when I answered the phone that way, too. And I like to score points with that redhead of mine. Now, I don't know what your definition of success might be, so let me share with you what my perception of success is. See, as far as I'm concerned, if I were to make millions of dollars but destroy my health in the process, then, ladies and gentlemen, I have paid a price for success, and it's far too high. I'm unwilling to pay that kind of price for it. If I were to go all the way to the top in my profession, if I were to become the best in the whole world at what I do as a speaker and a writer, and if one day had one of my daughters or my son, I have three grown daughters and a grown son, had one of them at any time ever come to me and said, you know, Dad, I sure wish when I was growing up that you would have had a little time for me so that you could have shared with me some of the ideas and concepts which you've shared with others. Maybe if you had that and given me some of the advice you've given others, maybe, Dad, my life would not have been such a long series of disasters. Folks, had that ever happened to me, I would have been one more broken-hearted daddy because I deeply love my kids, as I'm sure you love yours. And if in my drive for fame and fortune had I ruptured the relationship with that beautiful redhead, 
whom God gave me 39 years ago, I would be the most miserable human being you've ever seen. Because you see, the truth of the matter is, she is far and above the most important person on this earth to me. Not only do I love my wife, but I've got a crush on her. I think she's the most beautiful, fascinating, charming human being I've ever met. And no amount of worldly success would have ever been compensation for the loss and destruction of that relationship ever. No amount of success in my career would have justified it. And as St. Matthew so eloquently expressed it, what profited a man to gain the whole world and lose his own soul? You see, the truth of the matter is, folks, I gotta confess that you've got a selfish man speaking to you in this recording and will be in the other recordings. You see, I gotta confess to you that I want the good stuff here and I want the good stuff there. And the truth of the matter is, if we take care of the good stuff there first, then the good stuff here is much easier to get. Well, I don't know what more can be said. Let's try Zig's idea today. Answer the phone in the presence of a family member by saying something affirming about them. Then I hope you'll send me an email at info at Ziegler.com to let me know what happens. We can start a whole new trend. This is Blake Lindsay encouraging you to live your life to the fullest. Ziegler. Ziegler. Inspiring true performance.